What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Clubhouse Sports Podcast. I am your host, Frank Estrop, and today we are going to be doing a deeper look on the uh, 2020 New York Giants draft class. Uh, Dave Gettleman and Joe Judge did a really good job. Probably an A minus. I mean, the only things I could, like I said with Mike and the guys, the only things I could point out are nitpicks. I mean, Tristan Wirfs or Jedrick Wills over Andrew Thomas. Marginal difference. You know, you didn't get an edge rusher in the second round. You didn't get an edge rusher in the third round. But I mean, it was a very good draft class. You added to the offensive line. You added defensive playmakers. Some with immediate impact and some with upside and potential we'll talk about it so uh, obviously we talked about Andrew Thomas and Xavier McKinney a bunch very excited for those two but let's move into the later round I mean in the third round with the 99th selection the uh the Giants selected Matt Payart for out of UConn a right tackle who uh after the selection of Andrew Thomas in the first round you double up on that offensive line he uh Spent his early years in Kingston, Kingston, Jamaica. Uh, I think he moved to the Bronx when he was four years old. Payer played basketball throughout his childhood, and not until high school at Governor's Academy in Massachusetts did he play football. Uh, UConn noticed his size and brought him on, sitting him uh, his freshman year, 2015. In 2016 and 2017, he utilized uh, his natural, ta- nat- natural talents, uh, athleticism, etc. at left tackle. Uh, Payart transitioned to the right side in 2018. He was a first-team All-ACC selection as a redshirt senior. He uh, started all 12 games at right tackle that year uh, in 2019. Additionally, Payart was successful in all but one of his run-blocking assignments. He actually sealed the edges on an offense that produced two 1,000-yard rushers, the quarterback and the running back in 2018 and another 1,000-yard rusher in 2019. Payart earned 2019 captain, uh, team captain, and he was invited to the Senior Bowl and Combine as well. So um, moving to his fit with the Giants, Dave Gettleman stated that the Giants brass uh, had Payart graded well above any centers at that point with the 99th pick. Temple Center Matt Hennessy, a stout lineman and also another local product from Nyack, uh, was picked by the Atlanta Falcons with the 78th pick. So it makes sense the Giants doubled up on offensive line, like I said, or offensive tackle, I said, on the outside. Uh, Payart is springy and big. He's 6'7", 318 pounds with long arms, 37 inches. That's insane. Uh, Giants head coach Joe Judge is quoted as saying he's definitely... Uh, got a lot of upside i don't want to say he's developmental he's developing and they all are all those late round guys um i think that's what he means uh maybe he means the rookies in general uh he's got tremendous work ethic uh and a great attitude that's joe judge Payart has all the makings for a depth piece on line that could turn into a high-end replacement for uh right tackle nate solder and has versatility and power to dominate in multiple blocking schemes additionally uh, I think Payart is a local product growing up in the Bronx and grew up a Giants fan. That's exciting. Uh, now, I'm always hesitant to say that the, the intangibles like that, the off the field stuff, like, oh, he has, you know, roots in this area and he's going to be very excited to play. But I am excited to see what that enthusiasm brings. So um, 
Moving to the fourth round with the 110th pick, the New York Giants selected cornerback Darnay Holmes, adding another uh, hopefully defensive playmaker. Uh, the guys I, I in the in the article I wrote, I titled these uh, next two guys blue chippers. And that goes for the linebackers too. Um, but Proway Darnay Holmes is a raw athletic cornerback who played three years as a Bruin from 2017 to 2019. His technique is inconsistent and he still has time to progress. He makes up for the inconsistency, however, with uh, as well as late arrival of balls and getting lost in deep routes. But he makes up for it with aggressiveness, explosiveness, and good ball skills uh, when he is there. Holmes' skills uh, led to two interceptions, six passes, breakups and 10 tackles in 2019 now if we could look at a rep in 2018 versus arizona state holmes is lined up against current patriots wide out uh and kill harry in single man coverage at the bottom of the screen and it'll be up in the youtube version uh he just plays great footwork and speed on this play he, if he can clean up his game, uh, combine intangibles with his athleticism, speed, and ball separation, he could be a starting cornerback on the outside for uh, the Giants. For now, he'll most likely serve in multiple uh, defensive back packages in the box, as well as fourth down on special teams. Moving to the next selection in the fifth round, Shane Lemieux, uh, Lemieux excuse me, uh, guard Oregon. He's 6'4", 310 pounds. But um, the Washington native started for four seasons as an Oregon Duck, uh, playing all 52 games at the left tackle or left guard spot, excuse me. So that would lead most to believe he fills in as a depth piece uh, at guard for the Giants, right, to start off. Well, he could actually make the move across uh, and improve their center cor- uh, corps with John Jalapio and Spencer Pulley uh, up in the air right now. Seeing these, he does have some center-like tendencies. The first thing that stands out about Lemieux is his functional strength. He can move assignments on the inside with ease. His strength combined with above-average mobility allows him to seal blocks well. He is consistent and recovers well with consistent drive to the snap. He's also able to adapt to flow and keep his eyes downfield. Uh, Lemieux is also aggressive uh, in run defense, initiating contact, much like I talked about with Tristan Wirfs a bunch. And all the modern offensive linemen are very aggressive, so that's a good sign. Uh, He was named a first-team All-American as a junior, a second-team All-American as a senior, an Associated Press Pac-12 All-Conference first-team as a senior, and a Senior Bowl invitee. Lemieux also finished third among Pac-12 guards with a 75-point run-blocking grade from PFF. Take it with a grain of salt, as I always say, but it is worth mentioning. And he did not allow a pressure sack or hurry during this year's Rose Bowl game. Finally, he is the first NFL draftee with the last name Lemieux. Uh, The list of other uh, athletes with that name include Pittsburgh Penguins all-time forward Mario. I'd say it's a good list. Uh, That's just me. Um, So we're moving into the sixth round now with a quartet of linebackers. The Giants drafted a plethora of linebackers on Saturday, and some would say it was overkill. Let's assess the moves. I actually think um, they all offer different things, uh, especially the first two. So Cam Brown from Penn State. Brown showed in his junior season he's a very sound downfield tackler who's rangy and can play move around the box in a 4-3 scheme. He's recorded 63 tackles, three forced fumbles, um, and six passes defended in 13 total games in 2018. As a senior in 2019, Brown made starts for 
uh, 12 starts uh, for the Nittany Lions in 2019 and had 72 total tackles. Two sacks, four passes defended, one forced fumble, and two fumble recoveries. He served serves and served at, uh, as a team captain and was selected to the All-Big Ten third team. So that um, displays leadership. However, Brown would benefit from going into his game and his 6'5 frame uh, to become an impact starter. He lacks awareness in the open field in both tackling and zone coverage. However, he'll have time to expand his game past run defense with outside linebackers Kyle Fackrell and Lorenzo Carter. Uh, shot out the 2019 draft class ahead of him on the depth chart. Uh, Giants fans will likely see him on third down and fourth down in 2020. Looking forward, uh, his athleticism and quickness are both very promising. Now moving to the seventh round, the last round of the draft, the Giants opened it up uh, with the selection of Minnesota linebacker Carter Coughlin. No, he is in no relation to former head coach Tom but he actually is the antithesis of Penn State's Cam Brown in the sense that uh, he's a pure pocket pusher, which I alluded to uh, earlier. Coughlin had 22 and a half sacks in four seasons as a gopher. He plays with composure and intent, displaying good play recognition. He's undersized for a pass rusher in the NFL and can learn to use his hands better, but he will have time to develop on special teams. Coughlin's ceiling is a modern NFL uh, down lineman who can... Um, drop back into coverage, offering versatility. Um, so that's good news. I, I think I, I recognize it as that. Uh, additionally, he was a two-time All-Big Ten second-team selection. So, moving further into the seventh round, New York rounded out the run-on linebackers with T.J. Brunson, inside linebacker out of South Carolina. The last pick in the draft uh, was uh, technically Mr. Irrelevant, but I think he's ever so relevant, Tay Crowder. Another Georgia Bulldog, um, along with Andrew Thomas. Brunson was a two-time captain for the Gamecocks. He made 283 tackles in a four-year career, along with six sacks, 21 tackles and uh, for loss, and six passes defended. Crowder brings a thick 6'3", 220, uh, 235, excuse me, very thick, uh, bigger than Saquon, um, lengthwise and widthwise but doesn't show the coverage ability to play safety. Both guys will bring leadership and tackling ability to special teams. I mentioned Saquon because uh, there's also a former uh, running back for Georgia. That's what he came on for. So that's it for the actual uh, draft, but the Giants uh, signed a myriad of undrafted free agents, and I want to talk about three, the three wide receivers. So they didn't use any selections on skill players, but that changed with the signings of Ohio State receiver Benjamin Victor coming in at 6'4", uh, with a 4'6", 40-yard dash. Uh, Benjamin is fairly lanky, but has a good catch radius and great speed. His athleticism outweighs his production. So I'm a big fan of him because I'm a, I'm a big film guy over a stats guy, so it's like I'm looking forward to what he can bring. But uh, next is Austin Mack, another Buckeye. He possesses smooth feet, allowing him to break his routes cleanly, and he is overall a good route runner. However, he's not the best catcher of the football. Uh, there's time to work on that. His career number, obviously draw problem is a concern, but um, again, these guys are all very young. So uh, his career numbers at Ohio State are 79 receptions for uh, 1,050 yards and six touchdowns. Lastly, we have Derek Dillon. Coming out of LSU, running a 4-2-9 at his pro day. He's just frankly a burner, uh, a downfield threat that they, that could make the team. 
all three players have the capabilities to make the roster. I would go, uh, I would like to discuss further which ones, maybe as we get further, I'm going to do that, uh, for art, for, uh, for the website, but, um, yeah, uh, if I had to pick one guy, it would be Austin Mack, just because he is the most complete, um, Victor offers, uh, great size but he is a little undersized and also 4-6 is very fast but when you're putting up against Derek Dillon and we already have Darius Slayton on the roster the uh that downfield threat is it's going to be hard to compete with but Austin Mack could um fill that role in within five to ten so if I had to pick one right now it would be Austin Mack but um I'm looking forward to seeing because the things are going to change and I'm looking forward to see how they change. Uh, that's all I got for today's episode. How long are we for time? Uh, 12 minutes. So we did pretty good for one of these mini podcasts. Um, as always, check us out on Instagram, clubhouse.cast, TikTok, clubhouse.cast1. Um, again, I always say I don't want you to follow me on Twitter. I want to be on Twitter as, as little as possible. But if you want to go check out the content, that I'm bringing for timescue.com for the Giants as a contributor there, uh, contributor there, um, Frank underscore Astra. Uh, all the podcast apps. Now, in terms of content, on Saturday, we are going to have a, this is going up on Wednesday, on Saturday, we are going to have a another DB breakdown from Nate, uh, Quentin Dunbar this week. So that's exciting. Uh, very underrated. And... I'm going to do a couple of Frank Silver's probably, uh, oh, I want to look at, uh, Wonder Boy and, uh, Stylebender and MMA and, uh, discuss striking in that sport. So I'm looking forward to that. That's, that's on the immediate horizon. Things, uh, are, are formulating, but I'm looking forward to bringing you guys content while we're all in quarantine. Um, stay safe, stay healthy. Peace. So, uh, Thrive Fantasy is a brand new DFS fantasy app. Um, They have streamlined the drafting process and eliminated the need to do unnecessary hours of research by only using top-tier athletes instead of the traditional salary cap format. You build your lineup around a list of prop bets for each contest you need to choose 10 of the 20 prop bets plus two ice uh, picks, which... uh, will protect you from late scratches or postponed games. Each unique uh, prop has an over or under point value assigned to it, and you will be rewarded um, that point value if the prop is correct. For example, will Brady throw for over or under 250 yards? The less likely the prop is to occur, the more points the choice will be worth, and you build your team score around the amount of correct props you select. Now, I know I gassed out at the end of that. That's a mouthful. However, use code Clubhouse um, for $10 upon your first sign-up. Obviously, with the uh, coronavirus going around, there's not much sports going on. UFC just canceled. I was going to throw that in as maybe possible prop bets you could throw in on Thrive Fantasy. But uh, no longer. They have a couple eSports things. But it should be like June, July. I think things are calming down now. So sports... We'll eventually come back, and um, you can use uh, Thrive Fantasy to win yourself some money. So um, hop on that trend, and thanks for listening.